I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, a podcast with myself, comedian and writer Dane Baptiste, my producer friend Howard Cohen, a.k.a. The Hizzer. Hello! And a mix of very special guests pose the questions that need to be asked. And we are talking everything from... Well, we're talking everything from... Are we going to get Trisha back on the show? <laughs> because, honestly, I can't get over Trisha Goddard's stories on our podcast. If you haven't heard that episode... I mean... Honestly. A very admirable life, but more admirable the fact that despite having such a rich life she'll sit down and people will be like no I can't get my wife to make me a sandwich and she'll be like this is interesting I'm going to allow you to talk more <laughs> so, and that takes a level of patience I don't have so there's the question we're posing when are we getting, are we getting Trisha back when are we getting Trisha back uh, I want to see her with someone else I want to come on a live show like get Trisha on the live show that right? is a great idea we'll get Trisha on a live show we'll do Trisha on we'll the live show with Kay Kurd 100th show oh, you know 100th who, show Kay Kurd and, and here's what we'll get as well Vanessa Feltz nice talk show off Talk show off. Vanessa, K Curd in the middle of K Curd in the middle of Vanessa Feltz and Trisha Goddard. I want to get like all the three top like talk show because I used to love the talk shows the like the American talk shows of the nineties. So I'm saying like there should be like a talk show off. It's like Ricky Lake, Sally Jesse Raphael, Jenny Jones, Donahue, Maury, Jerry. I'd say versus. I'd say Kilroy Silk, but isn't he a racist? Exactly. So he works. Yeah. Because he'll fight against Jerry in the England US. Talk show open. Mm. We ask all the questions. All the questions. That's the yeah, thing. We ask all the questions. Sometimes they're terrible questions. Um, <laughs> but if you have any questions for us, and also if you like my idea of having a live show featuring Trisha Goddard and Vanessa Feltz, it means you're a genius like me. But um, let us know. Please give us all your feedback and leave reviews on the podcast if you like it. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Please, please, y'all. Um, with that in mind, speaking of talk shows, on today's show, our esteemed guest is a TV and radio presenter and online blogger. She has her own weekend show on Capital Extra, as well as the lead presenter slot on Sky One's What's Up TV. She has previously presented Link Up TV, I Love Live, Channel AKA, and regular slots on BBC Radio One Extra. She joined the Mobile Awards panel in 2013 and went on to present the Mobile's official red carpet in 2016. I know, because I was there. <laughs> she was chosen to be an official ambassador of the Rocking Your Teens National Youth Organisation. It's the ridiculously entertaining Ramel London. <laughs> Thank you. That was my bio. <laughs> That's right. We, That's we 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 try and put some you know sprinkle some pixie dust on yeah. it as well, but yeah. you know give it the salt bay. Just yeah. <laughs> try to just sprinkle some respect on your name. I that's, that's the spice we use. Yeah, it's good. It's a good it was, list of stuff. It was ac- it was accurate. It was accurate. So there you go. Do you remember um, the Mobo red uh, red carpet? Yeah. I remember you speaking to uh, Jay Huss. He was wearing a yeah. uh, he was wearing a, a polo neck. Oh my gosh, he really was. And I remember being like, "That's a good polo neck, boy." <laughs> I'm not really a fan. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about. The Scotland one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, I was just. Do you don't remember what happened to me at that thing? When they gave me the ticket for the wrong person, oh and my I said, gosh. for best newcomer. Yes. And then, and then I was like, huh? Yeah. And that it was, was supposed to be um, Abracadabra and Crepton yeah. Conan for the yeah. robbery remix, and then they gave me Western, Ooh. and then they all went crazy and started popping bottles of champagne on yeah. each other. And I was like, I interviewed them like 
as it got unraveled, like the screen was behind us and we could see, I think it was Ricky and Melvin were back on the stage like, yeah. oh, sorry guys, bit in a bit of a I mix I was in a hotel by then, you know. Was you? Yeah, because I was like, because the whole day like was, that. the whole day was a, a calamity of errors, yeah. First of all, the Addison Lee was supposed to pick me up, whatever. They yeah. didn't call or anything. So even though it was outside, so I missed my first flight from Gatwick. Oh. Then I had to get another flight from Heathrow. But even then... Heathrow and Gatwick are very far apart. I'm aware of this. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the driver. So then... But then, I guess by some kind of uh, weird twist of fate, it's a good job I didn't take the early flight because when I got there, they had, had sorted out my room. What? So then I had to get booked into another hotel, which turned out to be a nicer hotel. Okay. So that was fine. Mm. But then I didn't get so I didn't get time to really go over the lines or rehearsals. So yeah. I get there, it's live, so we're going to do the whole thing straight away. So when they gave me the thing, I'm like, I don't even know the protocol if I get the wrong envelope. So I was just like, I don't right. think they have a protocol. That's yeah, why it happens. Run. Everyone runs. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> run, yeah. Someone's so about to lose like, their job. Because every I remember everyone was devastated that that happened because I was, imagine how I felt yeah. I'm like, oh, all right well can't go to London or ever again I mean let's be honest yeah. in comedy world it yeah, was quite yeah, exactly. yeah. only me because the thing is because yeah, I've had, had no time to do anything no time to shower get ready just as soon as I get there got the suit all panned jump in the suit I'm like okay fine you look good yeah but and then you I messed did. it up the, the suit was a great suit but then it was like I didn't get time to people do weren't talking about that suit afterwards no, no, exactly. <laughs> but I'm like trying to organise it quickly and pull everything on then when I finally get to my hotel room, I'm like oh finally a nice hotel suite and after all that work now I can get ready for the after party and then and Ricky Melvin I'm like, what, what did I do then there really sorry ladies and gentlemen blah blah next thing on Twitter You're, what's wrong with you bro can't you read uh, this is why uh, did people actually say that to you a few people but most people just laughed and it was like you did a Steve Harvey because uh, he done the same thing with I think yeah. Miss America yeah. previously yeah. Famous. yeah but then they were, so they were just like yeah you just pulled a Steve Harvey and I was like ah, that embarrassing. is so cringe it was very cringe it was a good experience but, yeah, but as a comedian if you want something to stick out and be significant yeah I wasn't as cool as your job, I don't think. No, I mean, yours was a lot more memorable. I just spoke to the guys. Because I fluffed it, that's why. <laughs> Go and do stupidness. Did you ask Dane about it afterwards? No, because Dane, why did a, you fuck that he up? He was at home. So. Was at home. <laughs> he was at home. Came back, came back all sheepishly like, I a burger. Yeah, exactly. In a hotel room. A, yeah, no, that was, I can't lie. It Put my was hands on the sheets, don't awkward. care, I'm leaving tomorrow. It was awkward. And I'm pretty sure, sh- I'm not sure... Uh, I can't because remember Western it's all did a blur. Not Western did not celebrate quietly yeah that, that's the thing like, <laughs> they made a big deal I, of it I remember talking to them they were so them. cool and sharing yeah. the whole thing with us I felt terrible man because like I was like oh man yeah. they were so cool about it they, they were, were super excited yeah they were so and excited justifiably so Into was a big track it's a big so track. it made sense but they got I think they got that award for something else it was like yeah, an album or something think, so they yeah. got an award so yeah. it's cool oh, I don't feel that sorry for them no they're good they've done <laughs> no, they've it, was, it, was, it was a yeah. moment we're getting back on the show and we can recreate the whole thing Hayley 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 being, being, you're getting a lot of names on a red carpet thing. To be fair, yeah. there's a lot of names, but it was one of those ones where I should have known better. Right. Well, not necessarily, but I, I just know because obviously, West Dreadman side, so yeah, Rastaman says. But as highly. well, at the time, I was working for Link Up, and Link Up were pushing them hard. Yeah, they were great, man. Yeah. They are still great. Yeah, they're definitely really yeah, cool. still doing their thing. So I feel like most yeah. people you spoke to there doing all right. Because I remember yeah. being on this table behind. You know, in time, I think I was on a table in front of AJ Tracy. Back then? And he, yeah, and he just missed out on Best Newcomer. Wait, 
Wait, it's close, gone. Close, vibe, no. vibe bar. That's the one, isn't it? But it was, it's, it's along the Brick Lane side. Yeah, it's Brick Lane. That's the one. It's completely yeah. gone now. It's gone. They're going to put oh. building. They're going to put well, offices there. The whole courtyard thing's done. I'm yeah, yeah. Sure they're going to put offices there. Whoa. Makes sense. That building would be good for offices. To be fair, to yeah, but sad because Vibe Bar was cool. Vibe, right? exactly. Vibe Bar was actually a vibe. Mm. <laughs> like it, I mean, the, toilet, the toilets leave little to be desired. Yeah, true. Rather than that, it was. That's a long list of places. Yeah, that is true. That's basically Brick Lane. Basically, yeah, it's true. Just hold your bowels in Brick Lane. Any travel advice. Shoreditch House now. Oh, oh. Uh, Levels, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Levels have changed. Yeah, yeah. He's changed Levels have changed. He? Levels have changed. Oh my um, gosh. But anyway, no, we, we, we do need to ask a question. We do. Yeah. Uh, so I, I say that background was to say that obviously we go way back and mm-hmm. it's a real pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Um, so the way the uh, show works is that we invite yourself as our very esteemed guest to ask a question, uh, which we will discuss for about 15 minutes. Then Howard the Hizzle will ask a question. We will yes, also I discuss will. 15 minutes. And then in a surprise twist, I will ask the final question. I will talk a little bit more. And then we want everybody, because they'd have fallen in love with you by then, to know where oh. they can find you and support your movements. Great. All good? Yeah, sure. Good. Okay. Uh, then we welcome you to un- ask the first question. Okay, I was being a little bit philosophical. and cool. um, Dane brings that out in people. <laughs> I like to think. Well, the quote that came to mind, because I just feel like it's the start of the year and everyone's kind of hustling and like, you know, that kind of vibe. And the quote that came to mind was, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Mm-hmm. And then it just made me think, is there actually such thing as a lucky break in the entertainment world in this day and age? <sighs> I mean, where'd you begin? <laughs> where'd you begin? With, with you? <laughs> <laughs> Where did my lucky break come? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, still wait. No, uh, yes, I think there can be lucky breaks, but not lucky breaks as in like, Oh, look at that lucky fucker. Yeah. Like, how did he manage to, or she managed to do that? Yeah. It's just something happens. Things can go right or wrong yeah. for other people or just things conspire. And, and, and then it's that, that moment, does someone take that opportunity? Yeah. And, 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 and those littered through history, right, of, of, of entertainment, that people just happen to be in the right place at the, at the right time. Yeah. And that isn't everything, that isn't everyone's career, but there no, are no. occasional moments where someone, you know, was 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 just being, you know, they they. This is way before X Factor. Yeah, obviously, yeah. you know, that became like an idea of that's how you build a career, yeah. which seems insane. Or just reality in general, because yeah. that's that's kind of what inspired it for me. Because obviously, watching Love Island, um, this is my first season ever watching Love Island, right? And just to think how many people have actually created a career. Mm. After coming off the previous seasons, like Ovi's still in full mm. full swing right now. Like, yeah. you know, they 
they get like all the other cast from 2000 and whatever mm. are getting presenting gigs and you know hosting mm. this and you know getting their own spin-offs and I'm like oh is it like what why <laughs> like yeah. what the world will always ask that I think forever yeah. about Love Island contestants and is that the lucky break like but like there's very many versions of it so like we had a great guest on yeah. uh, the show called Richard Osman who you, you yes. know you know from the amazing show Pointless yeah and I think it isn't completely unfair to say that he he had a kind of a lucky break in the sense that he was developing this show yeah. uh, and they needed someone to be the the person, you know, who yeah. gives the extra information other than oh, the host. Okay, yeah. And I mean, talk about taking your chance, right? That's a thousand episodes on <laughs> Richard Osman's a household name yeah, with a yeah. big career. Yeah. So that is arguably his lucky break. I must say, Richard... He, you know, he did a load of great work in television before but, that. Yeah, but that's the thing. Sometimes so some preparation involved there as well. Yeah. So this is, and this is the more I find the more insidious thing about the, I guess, reality as a subgenre. Yeah. Is yeah. Because the people you're talking to, who Love Island and stuff, they're not off the street people. You know, there True. is now there, and that's the thing. Because I, I, I take what you're saying on board as well is the fact that like you know these are people with no discernible talent that are realizing. <laughs> okay. You, I, you don't have to say I, that, Ramel. Okay. You then don't then have to say I'm that. I'm saying these are people with no discernible talent. <laughs> Uh, who are realising a career and a lucrative career yeah. from reality. Now, it's one of two things. For me, it's like, well, there's an audience for it. I don't know who that audience is. Yeah. But I guess there are some people out there, if you see a certain type of person wearing boohoo clothing, mm. that makes you want to buy it. I'm not one of these Apparently. people. Apparently so. <laughs> and I get, but part of me gets the law of that, the idea. Mm. Because, you know, if you can see someone with no discernible talent, realising success without having to use talent, that seems a lot more achievable if you're a lay person. Yeah. You know, because if you say to somebody, oh, they, they want to be a gymnast or a singer, remember to sing, you got to learn how to sing. Yeah. Or, you know, you have to do, vo- to, you know, for vocal practice. Yeah. Learning like octaves and there is work involved. Whereas if you just become famous and then someone offers you a record deal because you're famous. Yeah. As a pathway, that can seem a lot easier. Yeah. And the bar to level, the barrier to entry is a lot lower. So I get that. But then I would say though, that, uh, what has happened as a result of that is that because people have seen whatever we're doing with industry in it, it's always going to be return on investment yeah. or impervious output. And Definitely. I feel like reality TV's prosperity comes from the fact that it's cheap to produce. So Very cheap. True. If you're going towards the same island... Shoot. They don't need to pay no, these people. They have to pay these people, number one. No <laughs> precincts. Yeah. And like I said, everyone's massively expendable or replaceable. Yeah. So that is a big, big part of what makes it work. And as a result of which, now you've had a whole industry that's grown off where there's almost a reality circuit. Yeah. So you'll find a lot of people that do Love Island will then go on and do like X on the Beach. Oh my gosh, And then yeah. they'll go on and do like a, a beauty school dropout. And yeah. then they'll go and do another show like I'm a Celebrity. Yeah. And so all these shows, mm. pro- so it means that now essentially what you've created is a somewhat of a niche for this uh, part of entertainment where it's reality. Yeah. And I'd, I would argue that like, even though like, there's not a lot of talent and there's not really any discernible talent involved with the people involved necessarily, yeah. but then because their personality is their commodity or their product, then that's all they, that's what, I guess that's what they develop, what they focus yeah. on. So, you know, there's a lot of people where it's like, they go on these shows or they go on I'm a Celebrity, they wear the same orange bikini. <laughs> then... The weekly glossy mags are like, what's happened to her cellulite? Yeah. So then she goes and gets a personal trainer and gets lipo. Yeah. And it's like, look at my new body. Mm. And everyone goes, how did you get that body? With this DVD. And then everyone yeah. goes, well, if she can lose weight and she drinks every week, I can do that. I mean, yeah. don't, people don't know that she actually that she had lipo yeah. or like, you yeah, know, yeah. two personal trainers and yeah. a nutritionist. Yeah. But, but low hanging fruit 
appears sweeter to people that can't climb, basically. I've never heard that, fr- that but, phrase before. But my only thing... Low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Just it doesn't mean testicles, Ramel. I, uh, okay. Yes, you did. <laughs> I did think of different things. But just to draw a little line, I'm going to draw a little... <laughs> I'm going to draw a little line in the sand yeah. between entertainment reality stars yeah. okay, and the rest of the people who matter. Real people. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and those lucky breaks, you know, they, do you ever hear that Natalie Portman story? Because no. obviously that's probably one of the greatest actresses of all time. Like she's oh. an incredible, I mean, she's oh, definitely, like, oh, she's, um, she's like, she's had an incredible career. Right? Sorry, incredible career. From, like you think of when she did Leon as a kid. Yeah. Like that, that, you know, not many people do it as a kid and then go on yeah. to do it for as long as she's done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe you like all her films and I don't know, but like, you know, she's, she's certainly had a good What's career. What's your favourite Natalie Portman film? I, I think Leon is still like the most unbelievable, she, the fact that she's a kid and you totally <laughs> like buy into her. She you- should have said closer. <laughs> Clive Owen's like, show me your pussy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Clive Owen, what yeah. a card. Where's he now? <laughs> yeah, where's yeah, he where now? is he now? <laughs> just lying where on a bag is, of money. That's such where a great is, name as well. Mm. Yeah, where is he now? Mm, he just packed it in a bit, I think. He I enough. think a bit, yeah. Anyway, my point about Natalie Portman yes, was that's yes. a famous story where she was in a pizza restaurant mm. and a model uh, scout came up and said, "I want it." she was like nine or whatever, and said, I want to make you a star, come and be a model. Yeah. And then she went, no, no, I want to be an actress. Oh. And so that was like sliding doors moment because oh. obviously she could have had a pushy parent who tried to force her into the modelling. Maybe she never went for the acting. Yeah. And Natalie Portman would just be another person we never knew. But like, there's these moments where you, but it, her determination is what made that happen, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think well, that's the thing. That's the hard well. work thing, right? There's, yeah, hard work. And that a lot of people on this whole new wave of like, you know, I don't work hard, I work smart. And I think that's become the new vibe as well, especially for. Yeah, but I feel like it's. Like, I is think, it true? <laughs> I just think, I'm not sure if it's true. I think you have to be very careful a lot of time with uh, what becomes uh, popular culture. Yeah. In the same way that, like, there was time, like, late 90s, early noughties, where pop psychiatry became a thing. Or oh. then where, you know, people would be like, I've just got to take some me time. And yeah. A lot, and a lot of stuff, maxims that get, get repeated, which don't really have any basis behind them. Yeah. And I think a lot of time now, people say stuff, I don't work hard I work smart well it's like well, what does that even mean yeah <laughs> well, in, in some cases so I mean I, I get when people say it, mm. like there is an element to it but but it's like I think there are times you can work you can out. work smart but you have to elaborate you even working what well, people's working smart is that is still working efficiently and that still involves hard work because for example yeah, 100%. you need true. to pay attention maybe to your predecessors if it means that there is a path or a trajectory yeah that's more uh, prosperous than another one yeah so amount of Still requires a certain amount of brain power to do that kind of thing. Yeah. What I would also say as well, Ramel, is that as I'm sure you both you and I know, getting there is not really the, the trick, you know. Yeah. Stay in there. Stay exactly. And then being able to reinvent yourself. Exactly. And you know, because you can have. Hey, a, I'm still waiting for that lucky break. Well, there you go. But and, <laughs> and, things, and yeah. other people, that's the thing. Other people might not see where you're at the way you yeah. see where you're at as well. Yeah, a lot so, of people. Yeah, I think I'm very good with that. You're a success in a lot of people's eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Just because you want more. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, I'm still waiting, and then yeah. I, huh? But you. But the thing is, I guess, I guess, for it to be a break, you have, you can't know what it looks like when it arrives as well. Yeah. Because if it seems like I'm gonna get there, like then there's there's a. I think when yeah. you have a creative uh, pursuit, there should be an element of romance to it. To when you do have that break. It comes out of nowhere. It's the last yeah. thing in your mind. One hundred percent. I think that happens. It's almost a lot of like time a miracle. Well. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Like what? And I think it's happening to me. That's what I mean. I think even miracles they they precipitate because they're just a number of different elements that now all begin to align and click at the same time as yeah. well. Like you know the amount of uh, advanced or I guess complicated mechanics that take place in you know you raising your hand mm. from the 
idea yeah. from the impulse down to the muscle and that via silence is back there and yeah. then how to do it. Like there's so much involved in that that you yeah. don't even think about. So I think it's that like, because I, I always beat Howard over the head about like, <laughs> I want to be here and I'll be doing this. But I said it's to outwardly it's to other people. <laughs> yeah. Outwardly, you, 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 people think other people would be like you're, you're, you're smashing it. But you're like, yeah. Yeah. then that's 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 where the kind of crux of this, the question is, is, yeah. is kind of really fascinating because yes, there are people who have had lucky breaks, as in yeah. their career paths were accelerated by one event that turned their wheels for their yeah. career. However, that may have then meant that they weren't actually ready for yeah. the power and responsibility that came with that role, yeah. and then they then potentially set themselves back many, 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 many years. And I'm not yeah. going to name anyone in comedy who are, I can obviously think of a few, but like, no, there are a few and we're yeah. not going to name them because it's out of respect, but like whose careers were advanced in a certain way and potentially they weren't quite ready for what was offered to them and things regressed and they maybe well, aren't where they are, where, where they uh, wanted to I, be. I don't mean this in a derogatory fashion, but like, you take Dapper Last, for example. <laughs> yes. Was, and I mean, I, no, but let me explain yeah. because like, he, I'm not saying necessarily lucky because, like, you know, mm. we don't see behind the scenes. Mm. So the, the saying is like 10 years to be an overnight success. Yeah, yeah. So now that's somebody who's gone from from you know having their own voice and honing that on Vine and using that portal to reach an audience. Yeah. So then he grew in prominence there. Then ITV offered him a show. Then he did a live show, and the idea is that he spoke about like being fine with sexually assaulting a woman and this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing is, when you watch the video, it's not really that. It's just more like someone's heckled him, and he has probably lacks the experience to A, deal with that heckle in yes. an efficient way mm. and also be aware that you have a level of profile now yeah. where everything you do is being filmed. Yeah. Scrutinised. Yeah, yeah. And scrutinised. So, that so, that, so that's not necessarily a mistake, but like you can have it all. And it's, if, like I said, if you don't have the uh, preparation with Definitely. the opportunity, because we define luck as opportunity mm. mode, preparation. Sometimes if yeah. you're not fully prepared and the opportunity comes, then... You know, you may not. It may not last as long as you want it to. Yeah. And uh, so but that's why you're right in the way that you think about your career. Then you mm. you look at it as something that you want to sustain. Yeah. You know, and and I think some of your contemporaries, people you're friends with, you know, uh, who, who've had you know real growth spurts in their careers, you know, Kay or Mo, you know, they all want it to sustain. And yeah. I think those are the people who who didn't need a lucky break. You guys didn't need a lucky break, you know, because you, yeah. your work ethic kept seeing but you even, through. even saying that, like with Mo, like he's been in the industry for so long and it wasn't yeah. until he started doing like Instagram shorts mm. and stuff that obviously it wasn't a lucky break. It was something that he was something doing clicked. anyway. Just yeah, it worked. And clicked. that's a different thing. And that's yeah. where the yeah. kind of essence of a lucky break, like when will someone help me? Yeah. And, you know, Dane knows many of my tales from telly. Uh, you know, yeah. bizarre world where I, you know, as a producer and you kind of see loads of different things happen yeah. where you're like, how the fuck is that? How, like, how is this suddenly? Like, I'll tell you something that, yeah. you know, I look at at the moment. <laughs> oh, anyone involved in this can have a go at me, fine. But like, I look at the Mars Singer and I'm like, oh, fuck me. That's a bizarre thing to see as popular so as it is. Weird. But, do you know what? I really respect everything involved in that show because of this. Mm. They took away all of the bit of X Factor yeah. that made you think, oh, these people's lives depend on this. Yeah. And they just said, let's just make a singing show that's just a, just a bit of a game show for celebrities. Just a bit of fun. And it's just a bit of fun. And sad. Watch yeah. the funny costume. What Kids, sit and watch with your dads the funny costume, the person yeah. sing, and then see if you can work out who it is. Bit of fun. Don't need to care about it. And I kind of respect that in yeah, a way. It makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. because I... Yeah, I don't. <laughs> So, <laughs> obviously, I'm not seeing that I'm watching it every week. But yeah, I'm just I pointing out, when I've watched all. an episode, I was just like, ah, I kind of see what they've done here. I have a, I have a very different agenda to you because I'm just like, well, again, <laughs> I feel like the, the people are paying to entertain themselves. Mm. And 
also now celebrities have been involved in like then there's what, what's the what's the it, stake here? Yeah, what's the catch? Because it's mm. like they get to just give it a go. Because literally, then, when I realised that Khalees was on it, I was like, what? We know Khalees like, can sing. And, don't you have so, money? Yeah. And no, but like, that's the point I'm getting at. So it's it's not it's nothing to do with all those shows we've watched, The Voice, all these things. It's, yeah. It is literally a game show. So like. It's the celebrities who, doing karaoke. Yeah, but yeah. The, no, no, no. It's the Anonymous mask. Karaoke. No, it's, it's the mask that does it. So when they take the mask off and you realise who it is, you're like, ah. Anyway, I'm not actually selling this show. I don't have anything <laughs> to do with this show. I should point out. But point being, there's there, 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 these breaks. Like, I these, just want to know, like, is anyone like, I can't believe who came, who came at that mask on a Monday at the water cooler? Like, how was your evening? No. How, was, how was your weekend, Ramel? Did you? Fi- Can you believe it was Khalees in there? <laughs> I did see a lot of tweets mm. though. Yeah. And it go. was like it pulled a lot of people in. A lot of people said, I knew it was Khalees. And like I I do remember seeing people do you, tweet. Then why aren't you buying her records in the first place? She <laughs> need to be on the show. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is she doing this? Why? why? It's, a weird, it's a weird fucking show, the right? Check must have been great. I mean like yeah. had to be because well, the tax bill it wasn't yeah, yeah. <laughs> but coming all the way to England to put on a mask and dance yeah. like a daisy, I was like, oh. Okay, but it's in, from it's from Korea. Yes. Yeah. Oh, see, that's why I feel like it's yeah, yeah. got that cheese behind. Weird, it. That's what I mean. It's, it's kind of very weird, yeah. cheesy, really real weird kitsch element to it. Yeah, yeah, it's just real family cheese. Very Takeshi's Castle. But going back to the the lucky break <laughs> thing, I, I swear that 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 it will exist for the very small minority of people in the yeah. industry and the rest of us build careers with hard work and determination that's yeah. the thing it's like yeah. that's the yeah. bit you know like I often talk about the Jews uh, <laughs> and what? the one thing and the one thing you can't say about us is we weren't determined you know in all the all different eras of, 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 of you know shit that we've been through we were determined and you know kept going and then many good things came out of it including some awkward things that are politically uh, you know questionable yep. but the, you know and, and I just think that there's a lot to be said for determination it gets overlooked yeah. like getting knows like yeah. people you yeah, know, yeah yeah i pitch tv shows yeah Do you know how many knows yeah we get we get a fuckload of knows yeah. and it's like that's okay probably you have more knows than yeses yeah hundred percent yeah hundred percent yeah. more of course they mean, but it, that's why the yeses mean more yeah true if, if you've got the yes it. all the time you just become numb to it so that, that's another way to look at it as well is that like yeah um when there's a lucky break come i just think i just think if you knew when it came then it wouldn't really be a lucky break. Yeah. Because then there's, there's, a, there's a lot of expect, level of expectation to it. And I think sometimes the problem is when you start expecting breaks, yeah. then that entitlement begins to creep in. Yeah. And the 100%. bitterness. Yeah. And the bitterness. And, a bit, yeah. and, the, and, the, and we're all guilty of it because it's all part of the creative complex anyway. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, just don't let that eat away you. Because then when you do, I think, not I have a regret, but a mistake I've made in my career sometimes is having achievements and milestones. Yeah. And A... Being around people that don't celebrate those with me, yeah, and as a result of which playing them down. So on retro, in, on reflection, it's like, oh, I got to do this. That was amazing. Yeah, why? But because didn't I? the people that I was around, yeah. and you've just taken the words out of my mouth, which is, I tell you what, your lucky breaks are. This goes out to anyone in the entertainment business. Finding people that you work with who love and respect what you do and who you are, and if you can build those relationships yeah. with those people, that's a lucky break. Preach. I would like to say one more thing, which I hope is not too somber. You're gonna kill Cause me. I don't know because I definitely like existentially like thinking about my break here. Yeah, it preoccupies a large part of my mind. Yeah. But what I always say to people as well is that like, as much as this is such a big part of our lives, yeah. Yeah. It's not our lives. True. Because you can have it all, and not to like open old wounds in it, but just we, the recent tragedy. Yeah. Yeah. Loving family. 
Yeah. Esteemed achievements. A simple trip. Your your name your name is enamoured now in yeah. a Parthenon of the Greats. Yeah. And it could be gone tomorrow. Literally. Or like Nipsey, your Grammy winner now. Yeah. Best selling album. Yeah. Woman of your dreams. Wonderful family. Nothing but, you know, potential in your future. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. So not like warning you off it, but just, No, 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 of course. But, but with lucky Appreciate breaks, the other like yeah. there's so much elements of your life where you could consider yourself to be lucky. Definitely. That you and should, that's the thing, I don't really yeah. believe in luck anymore anyway, because yeah, yeah. it's all well, looking like that is in or another with luck is opportunity made with preparation. Yeah. You have uh taken the opportunity to create a positive network of relationships with people yeah. that care about you, love you, want to empower you as you've done the same. Yeah. And that investment in people is probably paying dividends towards you realizing your own personal break definitely definitely yeah so. I'm, I mean I'm I'm on the pursuit of happiness more than anything so mm. I, I only really do things that make me happy and although a lucky break would be good for the bank account yeah. um, <laughs> which is mainly it, why it would it would no it would but then you, but then, but then, but then think to yourself touch wood like once that money comes yeah then, then you don't want something to come along where your money's going on yeah. taking care of a condition or all that money just goes for medical things yeah. or taking care of people that can't take care of themselves yeah. or now you've got to look after your medication for your own mental state mm, so, it's true it's very true yeah interesting what a good question oh, great thanks, question guys we get some good ones don't we Dave? we <laughs> definitely do ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I've got a very different question to ask. Okay. Is uh, it... And it's directed at our guest partner. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Here we go. But it can be directed back at Dane as well. But so but anyone who anyone knows of you. Yes. You know, or knows anything about you. Uh, I think they would say, Dane, you can back me up here. <laughs> very fashionable person. Oh. Yeah. I wouldn't have gone with <laughs> fashionable. Just, yeah. No, no, no. Style. Like, yeah. Like you are. Individual sti- style. You are very stylish. Like I wouldn't. Really? I, if, like, you know, look at me and Dave. <laughs> like this is, I mean, I'm just saying Dane's very stylish. When did this bus come on in front of Howard? <laughs> <laughs> I fucked up, Dane. Sorry. <laughs> I meant myself. I could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm jump out of the plane and grab my ankle. Welcome, wow. to, this, welcome to the last episode of Dave Baptiste's <laughs> yeah. question. No. My question is why, Howard? How was your friend? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Dane's got a, I mean, you, you really pre- you present a good image to the world, like you know, okay. in a fashion stakes, like I, I you know, and you know, when, drip drip. I mean, drip, I'll be drip. honest, I'm you a never, very. You never noticed that. You never I'm a very that. basic person. Like, I I don't shop. I don't do designers. Like, if I do, like, I'm wearing like a. Can I say brands? 
Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to cut it. My money don't change either way, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally wearing like an Adidas t-shirt and like jeans and I'm more of a like colours. Like, I like presentation. There's yeah. thought gone into it. Anyway, fair enough, fair and, enough. And I, this definitely hasn't. And, and, and the point is, so when I see someone like that, because yeah. I'm not a naturally, I'm not naturally that person. Okay. <laughs> me, me either. <laughs> Danish, Danish, Danish percentage. I did compliment Danish trainers. Me and my ugly friend Danish was, was wondering. Oh me and the, the ugly brothers here was wondering. <laughs> oh no. I did like, I did he mention. He puts really a lot of thought into it. You see him in Palladium, he looked incredible. Yeah, oh exactly. my gosh. I complimented Danish trainers as yeah, soon as I saw them. Exactly. Danish yeah, Going on with this fight. So, fine. I'm actually asking you both this question. It <laughs> yeah. is what's your yeah. shitty, I'm not going out of the house clothes that you would wear Ooh. when you're at home? There's nothing, you know, no one's seeing anything. It's just like, no, no, I don't care what the world thinks. And what would happen if you wore that in public? Ooh. Do you know what? I mean, Dane's seen me at Shoreditch House. Like, I'm getting lazier and lazier. Interesting. So this is the lazy outfit. Talk me through the lazy outfit. Lazy outfits usually... It's really not that lazy. (laughs) No, it'll usually be like... It's not ugly, though. I don't don't really have, like, ugly things that I'm ashamed of. I'm going to be honest with you, Howard. We don't have those things. (laughs) (laughs) We just... I just can't take the risk, Howard. I'll wear wear a (laughs) tracksuit. Really? I can't anymore. Because yeah. people, they, people people talk. form your image based on your look. Nah, yeah, it's true. Less too good cocaine in there. What's wrong with you? Wow, men's living well. Really? No. <laughs> it will take very little for people to start forming their their uh, view of you based on how yeah. you dress. Yeah, mine's more. I'll I'll just be wearing comfy clothes rather than like right. you know like if like for example to, like today wearing like jeans like high waisted jeans a t shirt my converse like that's me just being like oh trendy cool like yeah. you know nothing too smart cash yeah well smart cash. not really smart but just. I mean, if you turned are, up at my house for a party, yeah, exactly. your I think you look the part, yeah. Exactly, your laces are done up, mine's are not. Oh, so. fair enough, fair enough. I mean, the converse every day. But, um, but yeah, I would usually, on an off day, just chuck on a hoodie. Right. Uh, I will not do my hair, so I'll usually wear a headscarf and just right. wrap it up because I'm like, mm, ain't got time for that. So hmm. it's usually just... I mean, and that's Still also... Still sounds pretty plucked. I'm pretty, telling you, yeah. I don't know, that even if you... I know, sat, sat in head wraps, you know? <laughs> sat in head wraps. Because you're talking, you know, my... Sat, sat in head wraps with, 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 with relevant tribal prints. <laughs> yeah. I can't lie. All of my head wraps are nice. So. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Wrong person, Literally, Howard. Literally, I can't Because I'm, I'm the opposite end of this, this cultural <laughs> exactly. spectrum. Do you know what me is? This is... I woke up with... You know, I'll wake up with a hangover some days or whatever. Yeah. And it's like I've woken up late. Okay, I've got stuff to do. What goes on my body to cover my body? So nudity, you know, because basically no one would accept the nudity, really. Right. If I'm going to the co-op, I hear do you know that. what I mean? So like, jeans go on. Yeah. Just, just jeans. Look, there's no underwear. I can't. There's oh. no need for underwear. Ooh, I've never done jeans without underwear. There's just no need because I'm not. I've nothing matters today because I'm it, just this, is, not going anywhere. With the zip and everything. Are you not even? Yeah. I'm just taking a little extra, take a couple of seconds to make sure. <laughs> uh, and, I'm just concerned. And these about are ripped thrush. jeans. These are ripped jeans. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing that happens with women if you have... I know how thrush works. No, it's not always myself. sexually yeah. transmitted. I know that. Okay, just making sure. That's why I'm concerned. There's a real brother system. I know. Remember, I know like, how you get thrush. I know, I know what Canison Duo is. My teacher at school... Got thrush? No, told us all 
about because some girls used to wear tights under their jogging bottoms mm, yeah. and she'd like yeah, literally the, make it. the humidity yeah, she'll switch <laughs> the pH is going to go mad girls are you crazy what's wrong with you not that kind of denier in the tights she literally Madness. used to go mad so I was like oh okay don't wear things you're too close you're wearing a 50 denier pair of stockings there what's wrong with you girl yeah she was yeah so I, I yeah again yeah. Back anyway going back to how disgusting yeah. I look on a, on a porno do these jeans have four Co- different holes commando. in them commando yeah commando wow. jeans with four different holes in them and they're just they're stay they're like you wouldn't even paint your house in them wow. uh, and then I'll put on this yellow t-shirt <laughs> that I've got that is so old and kind of it just I wouldn't ever show it to anyone any like moth holes it's just nasty it's oh, just oh. a nasty yellow it used to be like a gold probably now it's like a oh, yellow is it one of those t-shirts where it's like just the armpit stains I've, we've washed them they're not, go, they're not going nowhere <laughs> it's like, yeah yeah it's yeah, like yeah. you don't even need to wash this anymore yeah, yeah. and then oh, um, I'll, there'll be like socks and like the worst trainers and a hoodie and then my wife <laughs> I just I can see her kind of look at me there's no at least show some respect for me. How yeah. that sounds like a normal day in Shoreditch, to be fair. That's true. <laughs> really, Most I feel like of I'm, the, the I'm... trendy kids are wearing what you just described. Right, and I should just I should just accept that then. Also, rich kids. Right, they yeah. wear rich whatever kids. they want. Yeah. So I feel like you're all right. Vintage, you is vintage, isn't it? It's all it's all that whole, that whole look of. Uh, because I often think about if the people she- are the judging she- me. The millionaire. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They probably think you're a millionaire. I think. Well, the thing is, is I think that kind of that I'm kind not, of that kind of that kind of aesthetic helps though because it's like you think you're saying I don't know what people think of you. I think once you're just like that, people will possibly be like you don't care what no one thinks of you. Yeah. Well, and that's kind of one of the things I'm. Yep. And maybe I shouldn't talk about this in a public forum because this is based on my potential career. But like, I often think about just like giving as few fucks as possible about yeah. what I look like. Yeah. It's like I can't remember where I went. I went for like a big meeting. And I, I said to my, I saw my mate, uh, you know, and he said, uh, he was like, "You look really smart." And I was like, "Yeah, but I've still got my uh, Rocky Three T-shirt on underneath, hey. so you know, I've got that hanging out." But the rest of it, I look really presentable. And he's like, "I don't know what I make of it, really." Yeah, why? Why would you keep the T-shirt, Howard? Well, it's a good T-shirt. Because he wanted 3. to be himself. Yeah, like, he still wanted kept, to stay true. I, I get yeah. that. I think now I should reveal the, the revelation for my whole aesthetic is basically mm. I had eczema growing up. Right, okay. right. So I'm we've very, talked about this before. Very sensitive skin. Right. So natural fibers, no. Oh. Cashmere wool, wool's tough, isn't it? Can't stand them. It messes up. Yeah, messes woolly up. jumpers and stuff. And then, and then also, my oh. my mother had this thing where she was like, "Well, fuck them, I guess," because uh, <laughs> she used to just like the clothes my mom used to give me. I'm the oldest boy in my generation in it, but right. I'd get hand me downs from younger cousins. No, that doesn't make sense. You tell her. How? Because my cousin, the second boy after me, my cousin Joseph is 6'6". Six, six. Okay. Fair so enough. the next one is 6'3". Okay. And also girl stuff. I don't know. Not like in a, okay. you know, Ed Gein kind of way, but like a t-shirt or something. Yeah. The point is, me and clothes have never been friends. Right. Because of my mother using me as her clothes horse. And like, for some reason, felt like what you can find the itchiest, like the stuff that oh. she used to give me to wear, like... If you rubbed it in the dark, it would spark. <laughs> it's, that's how, that's how, the static for me is that uncomfortable. Like, it's just, yeah, it's, trust me. Like, I remember so like, this has massively impacted how you dress. Yeah, everything is, is cotton and polyester and streetwear because I like to just be comfortable all the time. But right. I feel like the streetwear thing has become your thing, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, and and it, so it works out perfectly for me. Yeah. I just want just to make sure I'm just playing that line where it's like being aware of like brands and aesthetics where I'm not mutton dressed as lamb because you can be. You're a not certain, even old. I'm old, uh, but there's, but there's a, that's because I don't dress old. But there's an age you can get where you're like. So, for <laughs> example, now. yeah. So Jamie Fox, I remember he said something. The comedian, and for those who are comedian, musician, actor, uh, Oscar winner Jamie Fox, was saying at one point he was buying a pair of uh, Zanotti shoes. Okay. 
and of the, of the and they're quite decorative high top mm. sneakers or right. pre prestige sneakers. Right. And he was like, someone said to him, "Why you're too old to wear those? You're in your forties, and he's got like a chain and like bells and whistles and stuff." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to be like that." <laughs> I don't. Know, I don't want to dress like yeah. some of my age and stuff. And but, okay, no offense to any of the American listeners, but I do feel like that's an American thing as well. Yeah, yeah, like definitely. they wear loud things that, on purpose. That they're way too uh, old to be wearing. Just so in some cases, but loud, yeah, loud stuff. Loud. Yeah, some stuff is naturally. It's naturally so depending on where they are. It's all. It's not always age dependent. It's just oh, that's just too loud for everyone. Yeah, we can hear more you people coming. though. I guess so. I guess there's a lot more pageantry involved in trying to stand out. But yeah, yeah for me, I, I always try and keep it. Uh, relatively understated and classy yeah. my uh, palette of colours is quite narrow mm. it's pretty much black and grey mm. and blue and occasionally and white uh, mainly navy but there's okay. like between navy and royal blue in the summer does it mm. get a little uh, yeah aquamarine some oh. baby blues in there every now and again nice and then yeah and offset that with like a white t-shirt so it's, yeah. it's pretty yeah. but yeah I've uh, yeah my thing has always been streetwear and like you know, kind of like Japanese brands because hmm. they, yeah. they do a lot of streetwear stuff and kind of hip hop thing. So that's true. Yeah, and that's pretty much been my my whole thing. But the, uh, to bring it back to where this began, which is me <laughs> looking at your Instagram, going, "This is a very stylish person." Right. And look at that man and being like, "Well, he's my best friend." <laughs> <laughs> I've never considered myself to be stylish. I think you present a really like a good image. It's like a really like I say, pre- well presented. But you I used put, to struggle a lot. But you know, I was about to say, do you, have you not put much thought? Do you not push my thought, thought into it? Does it just happen naturally? Uh, I think, yeah. Back in the day, like okay, when I was like at uni, I was that kid that was wearing retro large earrings, like fake junk jewelry, all this kind hmm. of just stupid plastic for no reason. And then I realised, okay, I look like a clown. But I thought that was what you did to mm. kind of stand out and be a presenter and a personality. And yeah. then I realised, actually, now that we've kind of gone into the influencer world and mm. everyone looks like a model, everyone's yeah. looking a little bit more classy, sophisticated. And um, so I kind of transitioned from being like really crazy out there yeah. to then kind of finding out my kind of... Uh, it's more how I want to see myself... Mm. If I like was on TV and stuff, like, right. I, yeah, I always yeah. see it as you know, how would you want yourself to be presented? And usually, I'll put on like heels or a dress if I'm hosting something because I want to be known as like you know the person that takes it seriously, professional, glamorous. Mm. Da, da, yeah. da, da. But then on a day to day basis, I'm definitely wearing my Converse. So right, right. you know, but also be down to earth, girl next door. So I, I've it's been a weird trying to figure it out along the way. Many, many moods, but you do all yeah. of that. Yeah. It's interesting as well because I remember when Nicki Minaj kind of came onto the scene. Yeah. And there was a, uh, oh, how do I get it right? It's a, is it Harakuju? Like girls? So you know, Gwen Stefani had this whole phase where she was just rolling around with like these Japanese girls, like oh, her entourage. Yeah, I remember that. And uh, is that song, um, she did a remix of the song, um, If I Was a Rich Girl. Right? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eve. yeah. Yeah. And then, so the whole Harakuju thing that Eve mentioned, it. and then Nicki Minaj, like her whole aesthetic, when she first came yep. out, was that it was like, if Lil Kim <laughs> and Lady Gaga got yep. married and adopted a baby, then it was Nicki Minaj. Definitely. At the beginning. And then, as time went on, kind of really kind of going towards more of a kind of hip hop style and then I guess yeah. it's more of the uh, the dancer aesthetic kind of stripper aesthetic now yeah yeah. You know, like, and yeah I guess that's that's what it does happen like when you're kind of trying to figure out what you represent or who you represent it will change over time well and people get stylists as well when, yeah as, as time goes there on there were a few times where I've had like styling help like I had a friend who was like a stylist for a while and she was just like look let me just help. she was like you a mess girl let me help you and I was like oh 
Thanks. I Thanks for the compliment. Yeah, a little bit offended, but also very grateful exactly. because she had great but, contacts. And then she said, I'll help you. I'll tell you what's interesting as well, yeah? I've mused about this a lot, you know, as a comic. Mm. Now, I don't know. I think obviously now with some of my peers and where we have enjoyed a bit more uh, prosperity in the game over this time, some people are, you know, some some comedians do just naturally buy high-end stuff. And, yeah. Uh, but on the other hand as well, I feel like early on in my career, I kind of made a decision where I'm like, do I feel, should I feel daunted by comedians that will try and have a lot more pageantry? Because mm. start off on like the black circuit where mm. there is, and uh, someone put it very well, but it's almost like, the black circuit for our generation was almost like you capturing the audience between raving and church. Hmm. So that's interesting. Because you think of, because like obviously yeah. like the performers and stuff, there's like a DJ still and there's yeah. the MC and stuff. But then you're sermonising to an audience. Yeah. And there's even certain taboos which you can't discuss on the black circuit, which is why yeah. I say it's like somewhere between a church and the okay. rave. Yeah. Somewhere between spec nation and garage nation, oh if my you will. Good. I said it. I said it. I said it. But um, but I remember that uh, back then I was like, some people were like wear Gucci belts and stuff. And I'd be like, how can I, I can't even afford a Gucci belt? What they paid me? Yeah. How can? But I mean, I don't know why now. But still, I think I made the decision then where I was like, you can't take stuff like this too seriously as a comedian mm. anyway. Yeah. Like we're clowns anyway. So if we dress stupid and whatever, and good. for me as well, like I cannot part with money like that. Like, it's just not within my yeah. spirit to... Mm. Hunger will do that to you, Ramel. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even today, like, um, I bought... It's actually these same jeans that I wear today. I bought these jeans fresh. They're brand new. Just for you guys. Um, <laughs> drip, 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 drip. But no, they're from Topshop. And Still? They, they were they were £50. Boy, big money. And I ummed and odd for a few minutes because I was like... How does ah. whole outfit cost £50? <laughs> No, no. my whole wardrobe. But yeah. the thing is, the thing is, I used to buy Primark jeans all the time and they're like a tenner. But then you buy them five once times, a yeah, month. Five yeah. Times, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was like, I might as well start buying really good jeans that last. And these jeans actually last. You should meet my wife. <laughs> she, well, yeah. This is her whole thing. She's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, right. Okay. No, yeah, yeah. She, runs, she runs a sustainable shopping website, okay. which I, could I constantly plug on this website. She's not on board with Primark. Yeah, yeah. Right. So buy, Text, buy, buy long lasting stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if Topshop's any better. But. Um, it, Maybe marginally, but this is your usage of it and materials and stuff. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. For me, they fit well, and I've noticed that they actually last longer. But it still pains me to think, ooh, fifty pounds for jeans. Like that's Gosh, a lot yeah, of yeah. things. That do, do some influencing. Just be like, ah, oh, just wish I had some jeans. For my friend, my friend Howard, he ain't even got no pants. <laughs> that's how I did. I'm wearing pants now to say the that. influencer stuff yeah. never really like hits for me. Like. I don't know. It's opportunity and preparation, that's all. Yeah, as, yeah. As, as I say. mean, there are a few times when people, like, send me stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay. But, like, I'm not really like, oh, I want to live off of this. Like, right. that's... Again, I can't imagine posting every day, like, oh, look what I got. And I don't... I can't even imagine being creative enough to post about how much I like I my jeans. I agree with you. If only Apple gave me an iPad to help me imagine that I couldn't imagine that, too. <laughs> no, okay. I hear that. Well, this question took us in many different directions. I feel like I've learned something about myself. Me too. But I've also Me too. Uh, yeah, accidentally. Sorry, Dane. <laughs> it was it was cool. I get it a lot. Apparently, I'm stuck. <laughs> I didn't Thanks. mean it in any way. Do you? Hey, look, game recognizes game, mm. and the game here is 
clashing, apparently. Clothes. <laughs> and also, just a, I, I appreciate that you think that I'm stylish, but mm. if anyone does want to send me clothes, I am very open to it. Oh, good. <laughs> Good clothes, not like clothes for us yeah. to wash or like leftover clothes. Yeah, yeah. nice clothes. Right. If you've got new... Also lab- send, send me and Howard clothes. Yeah. Like yes. maybe matching jumpers. That would be great. Matching jumpers? Like, yeah, like hoodies. But I guess it would have to be black, grey or navy. It would have to be black, grey or Fair navy. Enough. Or maybe white at a push. Ooh. Yeah, I'd, 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 I'd take that. Cool. But I don't know where you're jumping in the summertime. So Romero's right. Stick within those. <laughs> 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 Keep it safe, everybody. <laughs> Actually, I've got a pink hoodie. Ooh. Yeah, so how about that, everyone? Is nice. that for performances or? Yeah, and it matches a pair of trainers I have. Okay, there we go. So, and then I wear that with black because it's. <laughs> That's black. Occasions. Yeah, and no, no, then I wear that with double black. <laughs> <laughs> double black. Um, is, are you going to ask a question, Dane, to bring this? I am. Yes. Fun uh, thing to proceed. Well, with. first of all, I have to comment on the fact that this whole uh, paradigm here is a uh, kind of ironic because usually it used to be you interviewing me, Ramel. Yeah. Back in the day, yeah. probably the only person that would talk to me at those gigs. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it's, Why it's is that, okay. Dane? Uh, because I'm kind of antisocial, and also uh. early on in a lot of my performances, I, it took a while for people to be like, "I don't know what the hell I just saw." And sometimes I always thought you was funny. Yeah, but <laughs> and not, I'm not just saying that. Just no, to no, like, but a lot of people can't read like what, the circuit we used to perform on. Yeah, being deadpan. Yeah, and being mm. like different eight, energy. It's yeah. a different energy. So I'm low energy and deadpan, and also sarcastic. Yeah. So it took a while for people to realize mm. if I was joking. True, once, I hear that. Once they realised I was joking, it was fine. But right. for a long time, and also yeah. the style of comedy that I was doing, it was not really being done. It's true, very true. No one was doing that. So, and I think it was just yeah, young, really young crowds. And that, that took me a lot to realise that as well. Yeah, is that I mean I was like in my late twenties, and I, but yeah. I know some of the people I'm performing for are like eighteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, that, especially that those the show that I met you at. Yeah, yeah. that was a room full of like. 19, 20-year-olds, Exactly, yeah. and, I, and I probably didn't realise. And yeah. the gulf between of maturity, between yeah. that age, and not just and not maturity just because they're just naturally mature, but just experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so, and I guess I, I was, as they've grown, their understanding of what yeah. I do is growing like, as well. oh, I like Dane. Now they do, yeah. He's <laughs> so, right, isn't he? yeah. For a long time, it was like, okay, you like, how do you think they win? Yeah, do right, I guess. <laughs> so you answer the questions. I mean, uh, you still got booked, so... This is true. Someone has to take one for the team. Uh, <laughs> but it all worked out. It was, yes. part of the pl- it was all part of the plan. Yeah, you go. might for that first break off that scene. Um, that being said, uh, you have gone on to have a very illustrious and expected career oh, as a presenter. So we always saw your potential, Ramel. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure what the apex of that journey is. If it's like you're the next Oprah or Britain's Europe's answer to Oprah. Oh. Uh, however you see it. That's how maybe I see it. Okay. But, but if anything, you being present uh, at the forefront of my mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's always been how I've seen yourself. Thank you. So this is, I guess, a two-part question where I'm like, as a presenter, yeah. what would be your ideal type of show to present? Yep. And your ideal guests to have on the show, living okay. or dead? Mm. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, men- mentioning Oprah is a big thing for me like she was well do you want a jingle before you start the show it's Ramel's show 
Bell Show, produced by Dane Baptiste. He can't dress, neither can Howard, but uh. they can produce shit. Ramel Show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was really nice. Thank you. Yeah, we need to lay that down. Oh, wait, you, you just did. Okay. I just did. Great. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Like, <laughs> 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 no, do you know what? I've, I've, I've created a lot of my own online shows before, and, and I feel like I'm still trying to figure out what my thing is that like I've said this to so many people like um you know people are like yeah man your your time's coming da, 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 you're gonna get that prime time show and I'm like yeah I can't wait but I feel like it still hasn't been imagined yet mm-hmm. if you get what I mean that's why it's kind of taken its time to come to fruition and you know because I've done things based around music I've done things based around um you know up and coming talent and and now I'm at a new place where I'm just interested in people's journeys. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to have like, I'd love to have a chat show mm-hmm. in the kind of Oprah sense where, you know, you get inspirational people, you get people that are about to release something and all mm-hmm. that kind of, like, mm-hmm. you know, the kind of go-to spot for if something's about to happen, you've got to pass through Ramel's show. That's kind of how, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how I kind yeah. of see myself being that, you know, that stop off on mm-hmm. you're about to blow, make sure you, and kind of how Graham Norton, Jonathan Ross, but, but they're at the point where it's like, super massive and mm. as well as I see myself doing shows like that as well I do want to have a space for people that are coming through like kind of like Ellen as well mm. like where new like she's always got the young kids always about to do something crazy that mm. like I see myself being able to have that platform mm-hmm. where people can come on and be like yo this is it and then they go viral and everyone's like, oh my gosh I knew it because I saw them on Ramel's show or people, so, people someone goes viral and they go you're going to be on Ramel's show soon yeah exactly because that's, that's the thing now when you see little me, kids how it goes Dane I can't believe you did that right? You're gonna have, have to do Ramel's show. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> really, Howard? Ramel's yeah. show? She's gonna eat me alive. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. Like now, parents are like putting in, like they create accounts for their bio and they're like, hopes to one day be on Ellen. And I'm like, yo, that's what people are aspiring to, which for Ellen must be like, yeah, I'm. I'm it. This is it. Mm. I'm the the reason that you're about to blow, and you know I want to give out. You get a car, and you get five million dollars pounds. Obviously, mm. we're here, but I, got- will, I will take five million dollars. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And a car. This is what this is. I love I love supporting people. So I would love to have a show that could be like a give back kind mm. of kickstart booster to your career. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, I'd love to have a kind surprise of, surprise with Silver yeah. Black. Oh my gosh, like stuff like that. The thing that amazes me about that show, right? If yeah. you go and watch it back, guys, and any listeners who don't know what Silver Black surprise surprise is, go oh YouTube. They Genuinely, must be very young. She ends the show singing the same song. Which is a song called Surprise Surprise yeah. that she originally wrote. Yep. It's a big boy tune. It's bad. Imagine how badass it must be yep. to be so powerful in telly. I'm going to sing the same song <laughs> every week at the end of the show. Yep. And everyone back home is like, Surprise, Surprise. <laughs> Between the eyes. Silla yeah. was everything. Oh. Like, I hate my silly facts. Yeah. So you know Graham, who did the voiceover for Blind Date? Yeah. Never met Silla Black. No. That's impossible. I'm serious. They they never met properly. So he'd be like... Where was he? I don't know, backstage. Was it pre-recorded? In the studio, I think. I think he might be in the studio, maybe, and they do the voiceover then. Come on, you've got to bump bump into her. But that's what he'll do. He'll be the catcher and be like, Mm. So, do you recognise me? And she'd be like, No. (laughs) (laughs) Do you mind? I'm having my lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, where was I? So I said to him, Surprise, surprise. And then... (laughs) Oh my gosh. I actually forgot she was from Liverpool. And that she passed away. Oh, yeah, I know. Silla was amazing, man. Blizzard. Was it true that she was Silla White and then Silla Black? Mm. 
Is that That true? was true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, there's a good film about her that's not a big like motion picture. It was on ITV. Because I thought my mum was lying. And I was like, mum, that's just... Yeah. That's why I can't bring you nowhere. They're gonna know we're not we're foreign, mum. <laughs> I was like, mm, people don't just change their name by colour. Hey, fair enough. Her. Yeah, it did. Yeah, look, but, well, um, I know a comedian whose surname is Day, and he changed his name to Knight. So, really, yeah. really, Ed, Ed Knight. Oh, Ed Knight. Oh, yeah, yeah he's a funny guy. Yeah, yeah, funny guy. Yeah, why not? We got my Ed. That's cool. Mm. What's wrong, with Day? So you're gonna be somewhere between <laughs> Graham Norton and Cilla Black. And Oprah. And Oprah. And Ellen. And, and Ellen. Ellen. That's a good, healthy, healthy <laughs> okay. space to be in. Yeah. But also, I'd love to have, um, like, my own, I guess, kind of, like, awards ceremony type thing. Like, I'm still working on that. Like a produce the format kind of thing. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I love cool. producing stuff as well. So mm-hmm. I'd love to, like, have... Again, I just want to have a, a platform that can kind of represent for different creatives mm. and different talents and that kind of stuff. Cause, but I guess that kind of ties into my show. But um, yeah, my mind's been, I swear, re- of late, everything that we're talking about has been like, yeah, come on, what can I do to make this happen? And da-da-da, what do mm. I, who do I need to meet? Who can be my, you know, person that's, I'm behind you 100%. Here's a million pounds. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah. thank you. Not double that million pounds. <laughs> Now, <laughs> who who would be your guests on the Ramel show? Mm. Okay, cool. Um, now back to the Ramel show. The top Dane Baptiste probably <laughs> on the show. Of Dane Baptiste might be on the show. Yeah, because he's a producer song for the every Ramel week, show. <laughs> every week. He's your Graham, but you've met him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> the Mars Singer is <laughs> again, again, <laughs> every week. I love that. I'm not really enjoying this at home, everyone. <laughs> yeah. This is going to be quite repetitive. Should um, be called the Mars Dane, really. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, you ruined so. this show for Ramel, Dane. <laughs> no, it's fine. Masks I'll, I'll, if you give me a theme tune, then yeah. Yeah, I'll have, you, I'll have your people talk to my people. Yeah, of course. But I might buy you out. Fair. The I thing can't. about guests is, is, is I often think when yeah. you watch some of these shows, chat yeah. shows, or yeah. talk shows, but obviously Ellen's show is usually one guest at a time, I think, more, yeah, more, than yeah. more often than not. Yeah. Whereas you look at uh, Norton. Yeah. And I think the great Norton episodes, of which there are many, was, yeah. was about the combination. Yeah, when you so, mix up crazy, it doesn't make sense. So when you have like a, a, a British, like a Mickey Flanagan, yeah. and then you'll you'll have like a Nicole Kidman who yeah. doesn't know what the fuck to yeah. do with Mickey Flanagan. Or those kind of scenarios that are really, really entertaining. Definitely, definitely. Like, yeah, I, I agree. I feel like having a, a crazy combination of like, you know... Yeah, again, like I said, I want to... I would love to have that matchup of like, you know, a, a young kid getting to meet someone they've always wanted to meet and then they get a prize fund or something. Like, just seeing what would happen if you put two people up together and give, give them a challenge or whatever. Like, I think that would be great. Mm. Will Smith is definitely on my like top, <sighs> top list for everything. Still the greatest chat show moment in history, right? When he oh, and, started, uh, started doing uh, the Fresh Prince. Oh my gosh, yeah. And yeah. then he brought out um, Carlton, Alfonso yeah. Ribeiro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That like stuff like that. That was pretty good. Is that what you're giving that? Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. You didn't. You weren't excited by seeing Carlton come out and do the fucking Tom Jones dance. Come on. And that was really random because why was Alfonso here? Exactly. They played. They paid the bucks to get him over. Really? Or was it around the time when he was? I'm a celebrity. No. No, I'm trying to calculate. I think it was after. Yeah. But no, it was no. That was cool. That's the first class. But it's you're like, oh, now I want to go to the next scene of the program. But Uncle Phil's not going to go with us. I know. (laughs) <laughs> My hero's not around anymore. 
know. And that's the thing with the show, when I come on the show for the first time. We're just going to talk through it. Where's Dane's Heroes? Yeah. Yeah. We'll bring, we can do it. We're doing Living or Dead though, so it's almost like a seance. Oh. <laughs> do you Listen, know how I feel Howard, that? Celebrity seance. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> that is I'm creepy. mentally writing it down. And then Nicole okay. Smith, what are you saying? That is so <laughs> creepy. <laughs> what? Celebrity seance? Yeah. Listen, yeah. Have you not seen Ghost Hunters like programs on I Channel don't F- watch those things because they creep me out. Exactly, but people love them. I know they do. Yeah, the ratings will be mad. I'm just saying, celebrity seance, yeah. You go to, ver- celeb- to see celebrities' houses. And you hold a seance. They're old houses? Yeah, but they No, don't. Dane, that's too much. Is it, though? Mm. I just offered you an opportunity! <laughs> you can have that one. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to be a segment on the Ramel show. Keep that can one. <laughs> thanks for the... Let's come into the brainstorm, Dane. Because um, I want to get Dane a drink. Just, Dane, you can go with this girl and she'll get you a drink. Latte, have as many lattes as I'm you want. I'm going, I'm yeah, going. We'll see you. Yeah, I can't, um, I, I don't want to be a part yeah, of that Yeah, that's not one. a great segment. You don't want to be a part of Celebrity Sales no, either? No, I do feel like it has potential. I'm saying. But that's for one of those, what's the weird channels? Celebra- you have other celebrities yeah, have a you've offered that's, <laughs> that's going on TLC. That's not, <laughs> it's, it's not. Don't even eat. Listen. VH1. You've offered. Remill, rate me please, bruv. <laughs> it won't be, I, I, no. You've offered, the, what's your dream show, right? <laughs> and you, she's talking you through her dream thing with fucking, you know, she's going to be the new Graham Norwood. And you're bringing celebrity seance in. Like, it's not her dream. But the thing is, I that's not like, the thing that's going on at Tombstone. Do you know what I mean? Oh, celebrity seance. Oh, look, f- you know you come up against adversity, okay? Yeah. I threw you a curveball. You patted it away. Now, now, that I've, going. now that I've dismissed <laughs> it. This is the process. It's the, pro- it's the process. The bitch's life now. Let's go, I feel like I might be missing out, but it's a personal thing, you know. That's fine. Hey, listen. Fast forward this twelve is your months. Ship now you're on series two of Celebrity <laughs> Seance. Dane's just literally just checking the check, taking the check every month. Oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I feel like it has. It actually has potential, but I'll, I'll be a I'll be a panelist or whatever. I'm Ramel London, and here I am with Bubbles the Monkey in Neverland. Oh my god! Can gosh. we reach people? <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> the best thing ever. Sorry, I know we've just brought up many things, in, but the Eddie Murphy story about meeting meeting bubbles. Do you see that on on no. uh, oh, comedians and cars. cars? And he's saying that bubbles. Oh wait, I didn't. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said the bubbles started to get nasty yeah. and were quite aggressive. That bubbles is... bit Rashida Jones, you know. Is it? <laughs> bubbles is barony yeah, became bit, a bit of a prick. Yeah, strangely, yeah. this. Chimpanzee removed from his natural habitat. <laughs> you wouldn't think it would. And you? having to take a fuck a fucking fairground ride to a breakfast every morning. Fair. Had a bit of a had a bit of an attitude problem. That monkey on that fairground. Oh I'm sorry, was but it every morning. It's every morning. Maybe depending if he was hungry or not. I don't know. Did it the night before, so maybe he's got a hangover. He wakes up in the morning. The newspaper lands on the front porch. Michael's like, Bubbles, what's on the headline? Wacko Jacko. He's like, they're still talking about you. Sick of this shit, Michael. We should do something. I don't want to mm. live here. I'm that kind of person. Anyway. Let's go for breakfast. The train's here. <laughs> I'm sick of taking this train. <laughs> Welcome to season two of Celebrity Seance. Mate, it's going to be... It's, it's going to be a big hit, to be honest. What's mm. my I, I just We just need to discuss the... Tra- ITVB might want it. Mm. They will. Because they like stuff like I that. I can't believe the man who created the BAFTA Award winning... <laughs> Pets win prizes. Play pets right. He's always playing pets right. He's, he's opposed to celebrity seance. Actually, well, maybe ITV4. All right, fair enough. <laughs> Lungs of fans at home, Ramel. Anyway, back to your show. <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah, luck, everyone. That's, that's Thursday. Back to the show. <laughs> <laughs> right, so yeah. Um, other guests. So yeah, Will Smith's definitely up there. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like I need to interview Oprah. Right. I still have no idea what we're going to talk about. 
but we'll, we'll cross out. that bridge. We'll yeah, when we get cars? to yeah, it's just what's going on, Oops. What's happened with the cars since then? Auntie, she's got trackers in them, like low jacks. So that's mad. Like, like, say when there's a madness from the, from the studio, like she's she's like, um, Karen, you're back on the show. But her cover knows we followed your car's path. <laughs> Seems you end up in another studio watching Maury Povich. Yeah. My new question for you is, am I a dickhead of legs? <laughs> give me the keys, Karen. <laughs> give me back my car. Yeah, give me back the car, Karen. <laughs> yeah, you can't do, can't can't be, touring can't, go, can't be touring with other shows yeah, Oprah's it's, Whip. It's cheeky. Really it's going to be a great show. I'm really excited. But, sorry, we rushed you. I'm uh, really excited. Guests, your guests. Yeah, so, living or I'm, dead, doesn't matter. Okay. Um, ooh. How many guests does Ellen normally have on? Like four, maybe? Oh, so this is all at once? Yeah, you could. It's your show. However, you do the okay, format. Cool. You can have one on the sofa. You can have one at a time. Okay, all on, all on the sofa. I'll be Will Smith, Oprah. Mm. Guys, I haven't thought about this before. You really like Tony, taking me to Tony a new place. I'm saying. Tony, nah, not Tony that Preparation for when that opportunity comes. Now you ready? Um, let's throw in Michelle Obama because I feel like she's a vibe. That's a hell of a, that's a hell of a night out. That yeah, it's there. pretty. Cool. Yeah, I feel like we're getting real. Like, okay, let's throw in Davina McCall. That's cool. Nice. Bring in Davina. Why not? Because they're just all people that are just like really, mm, yeah. That's what I mean. They know energy. what they want. Energy. Yeah, I feel like they know who they are. They know what they want. And they can change people's lives. And so they're like, relentlessly positive as people. Yeah. And, and then so we could just do mad giveaways. Everyone gives someone something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, no. yeah. I would like the house from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like, here you go, man. <laughs> thank you. It's actually a movie set. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> it's really going to be a storage issue. Yeah. Massive storage issue with that set. Yeah, probably. You know the stairs didn't go nowhere. <gasps> Don't ruin it. Man. Yeah. We've, we've learned a lot on today's show. <laughs> we've learned a lot. We have learned a lot, and it's been an absolute pleasure having you. Thank and, uh, you. It's, it's been, been a dream come true. Dream come Aww. true. And admirable watching you achieve yours over this time. High energy episode. On yes. Team. Bringing out the best in me as usual with your uh, presenting styles. Yeah. Uh, uh, for everyone else to enjoy your positive energy, Ramel, yes. where can our listeners find you? Yeah, so on social media, Ramel, R-E-M-E-L underscore London. Um, that's where you can see, apparently, my stylish... How stylish she is. Stylish outfits. <laughs> uh, um, you can't see that on my Instagram account. Uh, but if not, you want to see... Howard's Instagram you have a fetish because he does like to wear jeans with no pants oh oh yeah just on weekends that's, that's two days too many he for me likes to party all the time <laughs> party all literally the came time. to my mind yeah. oh Eddie Murphy would be a great guest um sorry <laughs> Adam it's your show Adam yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's a late special. edition yeah, yeah, yeah. one last and he came moment. to part four yeah yeah definitely exactly um and also I'm back on Sky um every Saturday Oh, we haven't confirmed the time. The time moved because Sky just... TBC. Yeah, Sky yeah. does day. But every Saturday morning, I'm on a show called What's Up TV. I'm the host of that and we have loads Amazing. of different guests on the show. So, um, yeah, I think by the time this comes out, it will be out. Cool. I'll do your show if you insist. Why yeah. not? <laughs> every Saturday, I'm also on Capital Extra, 1 to 4 p.m. So listen, so... dance with me, sing with me. And you'll see that I do that on my learn, Instagram too. Learn with Ramel. There you go. There you go. Go shopping with Ramel. All the hits. All the hits. Go yeah. shopping with Ramel. Well, take me and Howard shopping because we're crusts apparently. Mm. See me owning it though, I'm never going to hear the end of this episode. You, Not until the end of this episode, at least. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, Thanks so much. Thank, thank you very you. much, Ramel. Good to see you, girl. You too. It's been fun. Thanks for letting me talk. Anytime. <laughs> You've been listening to Dane Baptiste Questions Everything, hosted by Dane Baptiste. For more from Dane, go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him at Dane Baptweets. Our guest was Remel London. You can follow Remel on Twitter 
and Instagram at Remmel underscore London. The show is produced by me, Howard Cohen. You can follow me on Twitter at the Howard Cohen. Thanks to Polly and Gelly. Hey, if you like what you've been listening to, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Thanks for listening. And remember, question everything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.